All right, guys, welcome to the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week, I know which episode it is. It's episode 68, and we mm-hmm. talk about, um, let's see, we talk about Marvel Shang-Chi, talk about mm-hmm. uh, Suicide Squad, since I goofed it last week, mm-hmm. um, talk about Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, you know, we clowned a cover art again, I feel like, I feel like we <laughs> clowned it last week, but we also clowned it this week. Yeah, um, Drake's album dropped. Uh, we talk about uh, you know the passing of a, a not even a superstar, but just a just a well respected like hundred percent a guy you wanted to see in any show you watched. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, we we talk about some quick video game news uh, and you know an unfortunate demise of uh, the digital wave. Yep. yep. But first. Use, uh, mm-hmm. we'll start with what we've been watching. Yeah, do you want? Uh, I think I've got a few things on here, so mm-hmm. we can start with mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, the first thing is uh, last week I was like, I haven't watched much of anything, mm-hmm. and uh, I totally just fucking blanked on the fact that I actually did watch Suicide Squad that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, uh, Suicide Squad, watch yeah. that. And right, right, uh, right under the radar, right, right, right at the end, because I think by the time you're, well, by the time we're recording, by the time you're listening to this, it's off of HBO Max. Right. Yeah. So I, I noticed, uh, my wife and I had wanted to see it in a theater, and by the time we like kind of got around to maybe where we could find somebody to watch the kids, um, it wasn't in a theater near us anymore, mm. and we were like, "Fuck it, let's just watch it on HBO Max just to watch it while it's still, um, you know, available." Yeah. So. Ended up watching it on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I think I would just give it a seven and a half out of ten. I think mm-hmm. is where I would give it. If I had to give it out of five, I'd probably give it a three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know that it does anything wrong, um, but I just don't. It doesn't do a whole lot, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's a very straightforward, like kind of as you said before, like people die in all these crazy ways and we get like one-liners bing bang boom you know what i mean but it's like mm-hmm. the story overall doesn't really there's like no weight to it and i don't even know if that's what they were going for i guess but like i'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. like the most i guess we get a the most characterization we get is in the the rat girl yes mm-hmm. yeah like, rat she, has, yeah. The, she has she's seen in the her, bus yeah yeah, the scene in the bus. She talks, but like other than that, it's literally just like any of these people could have been anybody. I guess you get also a little bit of polka dot man, but you get like the bare minimum for it to be called any sort of like real character issue. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and and even that just kind of gets played for jokes. Um, so like I just feel like any of these people could have been any of the other people. 
Like, we don't get a whole lot of backstory. We don't get a whole lot of, like, uh, motivations, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's not, the, and for what it's worth, like, they don't really have a whole lot of motivation, I feel like, because it's kind of the whole point is that they're doing it against their will. But I just think at the end of the day, like, there wasn't really a whole lot of conflict other than shoot them up. Like, like you know what right. I mean? Like, there's are people and I gotta kill them. Like, um, so, I, and like I said, I don't know that it was trying to do more than that, even. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I, I don't want to, like, ding it for it, but I can only put it so high up for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that the, the faintest thing that it probably does is just sort of, like, uh, it touches on, like, uh, American imperialism and stuff. Like, you know, the way that, yeah. that they use the, the island for, like, the tests. And not just use the test, not just the island, but then also... Uh, you know, Starro, because at the end, you know, he's, well, I don't want to spoil it, but at the end, he says a line where he's like, you know, I was fine on my own until you guys came along. And then the island was fine until America came along and put Starro there. And then the Suicide Squad, you know, they were in jail, but they were fine until they were dropped on that island for to clean up an, an American mess. So I, I think it does touch on those little things, but you're right, like, not enough to, like, be like, that's what the movie's quote, quote, about. And even if, hmm, even if that is what the movie's about, because, again, like, I don't, I, I'm not the most astute viewer most of the time, but like, even if that is what the movie's about, I, I don't feel like it doesn't touch on those enough. I don't think if that's what it's trying to be about. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of like, I'm trying to think. Like, like those points you mentioned are fine, but the, like you said, the only line where it gets like kind of brought up is like the very end. You know what I mean? Like, like the thing it's about then is like just the twist. I, mm-hmm. I guess, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's more. Maybe I'm not giving it enough credit. Um, but I just, I, I it just, it, it goes very hard in that one direction, and like, it was perfectly fine. I enjoyed it. I'm not like upset. I wasted time watching it or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um. Just, uh, it wasn't quite as good as I was hoping for. Yeah. But again, it's not through any real, like, hiccups or bumps in the road. It's just, like, not, uh, it's just, it is what it is. And right, I don't know right. that it was trying to be a whole lot more. Yeah. And, and like I mentioned, you know, when I watched it, I, I think I, I appreciate it, you know, for for the things that you appreciate it. And then also for the fact that I, I think it's it's sort of a, a unicorn, where, like, if you have, like, a graph where it's like a y-axis and the x-axis and the y-axis you know and there's like a line going down it's like the more expensive you get the more uh less violent you are i think you know most movies i think something like even if something's rated r it's like the matrix where it's like you know very faint maybe a couple blood splatters you know if you if you watch the matrix it's pretty much pg-13 except for like a couple of headshots right like it's not violent but that's you know it's expensive and then deadpool is not as expensive but it's a little bit more violent and that's just the way it goes, right? And then you have something like Endgame, which is like the biggest fucking most expensive movie ever, and it's relatively not violent. But then I think this is something that goes completely in the opposite corner of that line. It goes like on the diametric opposite, where it's something ridiculously expensive, 180 million, like more than the movie that I want to talk about next, uh, Shang-Chi. But then just insanely, ridiculously, like 1980s, like not even 1980s, like I don't, I don't even know, like like horror movie uh, violent right on the opposite end and, and i'm just like I, we're never gonna see a movie like this maybe ever 
definitely for a long, 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 long time where somebody gets a blank check and goes, go nuts, but not, not, not just go nuts in terms of like the dialogue, but just like the mm-hmm. fucking viscera seen on screen. And, and um, yeah, I guess I, I just like, I'm just like, you know what? I'm in awe of you movie. Thank you for existing because I honestly do not think that there's another thing like you. Yeah, for sure. I can definitely see that a hundred percent. Um, so yeah, uh, it's short and succinct, but that's like basically my review of Suicide Squad. Perfectly yeah. fine. Um, definitely worth watching. Um, just uh, not like some grand scale, like, oh my god, thing right. when you watch it. Yeah, um, I, I really liked um, the Harley Quinn scene with the javelin. Um, yeah. I thought that was really good. Like up until that point, I was like, well, why is she in the team? She hasn't really have like a thing. And then they show that and I'm like, oh, okay, I, I, I get it. I, yeah. I see the skill. Hmm. Um, so, uh, there's that, Hmm. I guess, uh, Hmm. the next thing I'll talk about then is, um, I I mentioned last week I was stuck between trying to star Broadchurch, um, I think is the name of it, and Hmm. Neon Genesis, uh, Evangelion, I think I'm saying that right, um, the, I decided not to watch Broadchurch, because I think, uh, Kayla and I are both gonna watch that, and so, generally, like, we each have a show we're watching, and then we have one we watch together. Mm-hmm. So right now we're watching What If together, which I'll get into a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll wait to start Broadchurch until we finish that, is, is my plan. Nice, nice. Um, but, to preface all this, is to say, I was, uh, this past weekend was Labor Day weekend, and mm-hmm. I took off the Friday and the Tuesday, so I had a five-day weekend. Nice, um, nice. And I banged out almost this whole series of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, I think it's 24 episodes in a movie. I think I'm currently 20 episodes in. Um, They are like 23 minutes, maybe? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So they they go by quick. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, if you... I mean, I I don't know what the normal person's like. I'm going to sit down and just watch some tv like i don't i don't know like what is the extent of that can go i mean i feel like based on all the conversations people have about binging mm-hmm. it's it's it can be kind of extensive but like being only 20 to 22 minutes like if you are just up late and you you spend like two hours watching a show mm-hmm. which is just two episodes of an hour long show you've now watched right. six episodes yeah um so it's not like completely unreasonable it is a lot of time, but like over the course of five days, like they're only 22 minutes. So you can sneak one in here and there. Yeah. And then also like, if you end up watching, you watch like six and you're like, Oh, right. okay. The big chunk is gone. Right. And it is phenomenal. Um, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. It's on Netflix. Um, uh-huh. I don't, I, I'm not positive. So sorry. So the thing is, there's been a bunch of remakes of this anime and mm-hmm. they're, I think they're all movies. Like, I think they make movies to recap the series. Mm. Um, but one, the original has always been heralded as like a very good, um, anime. So it's like, if it's always called back to, to a certain degree, I feel like you probably should watch the original. Mm-hmm. And then two, I feel like I've heard that like, just by virtue of shortening some things up and like trying to, speed through certain things um some of the thematic points are if not <laughs> lost dampened 
um, mm-hmm. of the show. So again, I chose the actual series as opposed to like the movies that you know abridge the whole thing. Right. Um, okay. Uh, I believe the movie is called End of Evangelion, um, mm-hmm. and I, I I don't know for a fact that that's on Netflix, but I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned last week I heard it was an extremely sad show, and uh, <laughs> I think we are... I'm trying to think. So, knowing that it's an extremely sad show... Um, you can make some inferences pretty quick. Uh, so I don't know if I'd call it a spoiler because they're not confirmed at all. Mm-hmm. Um, even where I'm at, it's not confirmed. But because you can make those inferences pretty quick, I get a feeling that these last four episodes are going to be a fucking downer. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, everything is going to shit mm-hmm. and it's just not going to be good. Um, right, you're like watching, you're like, oh, I know where this is going on. <laughs> exactly. And like, it's funny because for probably like 16 or 17 episodes, there's an underlying, like like you can see, other than the inferences even, there's some like base level, I, I guess like sadness involved. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird way to talk about this, but there's like a basic version of a sad thing in, like mm-hmm. throughout the whole series. Um, and the main character is just kind of sad a lot, and it does. It's not like just absolute, just catastrophic things are happening to him, and he's depressed. He's just sad. You know what I mean? So it's like you kind of like, okay, we're good, and it doesn't like bring down the whole show or anything. But you're like, okay, I see. And then like, but with these emphasis, like there just has to be absolute, just fucking. Like I said, catastrophes coming. Like based yeah. on what I know so far, it's it's not going to be good. So mm. um, I'll come back uh, to that later once I finish. Mm-hmm. But uh, even with all that being said, it's just a very, in my opinion, is a very well done show. Um, the only thing I will say is yeah. that you get some weird. Um, I don't even this. I don't know if this is like going to sound derogatory, but mm-hmm. like the only way I know how to say it is like very basic or not basic like, common, um, like, early Japanese anime things mm-hmm. where you're gonna just, like, sometimes a girl's just, like, their tits are gonna be almost out kind of mm. often. And you're mm-hmm. like, 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 why did you make this creative decision? It's like, I don't know. Right, it's just, right. It's just what Japan was doing at the time. And, like, it really is. <laughs> like, yeah. a lot of the stuff in the 90s is just done that way. And I'm just like, I don't know why you're doing this. But <laughs> It's like, um, what was it? It's like, um... Uh, like just like just how things age, right? Like you don't like it's just like they oh that it's like when you watch a movie, it's like oh that's just the way things were. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. And especially with anime, like for whatever reason, it's just so like over the top. And it's not like it's it's not like what's the word like super distracting. Like mm-hmm. you're not like I can't even pay it. Like what? It, like it's not so stupid and over the top that it like cheapens the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like. Like you said, like, just what was happening at the time. So, like, you, mm-hmm. like I watch it, and, like, I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, this is, I just, like, it just seems so out of place. Like, why are you, why did you even put this here for me to be watching this? Like, now if someone walks in the room, I'm going to have to explain this away, when it doesn't even fucking matter, and that makes it harder to explain. Like, like what are you watching? And it's like, oh, it's just this woman having a conversation with a 14-year-old boy. And it's like, well, why does it look like that? And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
that's just the way things were. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. So you do run into some of that, if that's a thing that would bother you. Mm. Um, but it's not, like, super egregious or anything like that. Mm, okay. Um, okay. But, yeah, very solid. Definitely would recommend, I guess, uh, so far. I'll let you know more as I finish it. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I I, um, I think I, rem- I remember seeing it on Netflix. Or maybe it was the, a different series. but And then I, I remember seeing or hearing that the director that did this, he directed a Godzilla movie that was, like, really, really, like, huge in Japan. It's called, like, uh, hmm. Shin Godzilla or Godzilla Shin or something like that. Okay. Um. And I heard that that one was like it's like it made Godzilla like terrifying. He's like like this like grotesque like giant worm monster lizard thing with like these tiny little black beady eyes. Um, I think that's who it was if I if I remember correctly. Um, but uh, but um, but yeah, I heard that both were really good. Both well, even if it's not him, the Godzilla movie is really good, and that the show is really good. Uh, based off of just a quick look it seems like mm-hmm. the music was done um by the same person oh that and, might have been it uh, yep mm. okay yeah it looks like a lot of the the score was done by the same guy who did the score ah, okay that's what it was um but even still uh that's that's pretty solid and I, I i think um music is one of those things that can like really set the tone in a movie so if it's done super right. well you know what i mean i feel like it's it's one of those things that's like it's it's hard to notice when it's done well because you're too involved in the movie, but when it's done poorly, it's immediately like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, um, so. yeah, yeah. And um, when I went to see the when I went to the movies last night, they had a trailer for Ghost in the Shell, like IMAX restoration, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh shit, damn! I didn't know they're doing these." I, th- I know that last year during COVID, they did Akira, and people were upset because they were like, "Really, you couldn't wait like a year or two to like you know re-release Akira?" So the, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because I, I haven't seen Akira. I've just only heard amazing things about it. Mm. Um, and you were like, everyone was upset. And I was like, oh, no, what were they said about it? And then you were like, oh, that it's being released during the pandemic. I was like, yeah. oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, that, yeah. Because I remember I, it was like right when either they were trying to reopen or they were like just a few were open. And they were like, Akira, 4K re-release. And I saw some people tweet like, are you serious? Like you couldn't wait or you couldn't like you know, hold off on it because, you know, it's, it's, it's not just that they were releasing like a 4k. It's like, it's an IMAX, right? So it's like, you can only really get it, you know, in IMAX. Right. So, um, so yeah, uh, like I said, this one's on Netflix. It's easy to get to, um, Uh kind of like Demon Slayer. Um, if you're at all interested, this one, the other thing is Demon Slayer, like I can see the hesitancy to get into it because Mm -hmm. you know, there's like a movie and more seasons coming. This thing's done. It came out in 1995. I mean, it's done. It, it's it's right. as done as it's going to be. So if it's something that you're, you know, you're not sure about, I would say give it maybe maybe two episodes. The first one might be okay. I, 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 I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of, like, what exactly happens. Um, I would say if you're not interested after two episodes, which is one episode of a longer show, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like a 45-minute show. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not interested after two episodes, uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it. You know, if you watch the first one and you're like mm, on the fence, I mm-hmm. would give it one more episode just to see. Um, but I do think it's pretty good. Um, so that's my recommendation for that. Cool. Sweet. All right. So, uh, what have you been watching? Yeah. So this week I no no new t- no new TV shows. Um, I did uh wrap up. Well, I did wrap up Rick and Morty season five. It just ended. Um, it was pretty good. Um, 
I think it ends on a high note. Episodes 8 and 10, I think, are the high points. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, once you catch up, we can talk about it. But it was pretty good. But the main thing, and I, and I haven't had time to start a, start a new one after I finished um, White Lotus. So I'm still holding off. I think Sydney and I are going to start Dave sometime soon. I think okay. it just finished its second season. So I think once we start that, um, we'll uh, I'll talk about it. On here. Once we finish that, I'll talk about it. But the one thing I did watch was uh, Shang-Chi in theaters. And that's the okay. new Marvel movie um, about, you know, the the Kung Fu hero um, and Marvel's first, like, major Asian-American hero. Okay, so what did you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it was um it was pretty good. I I think I I've, I've told people that I think it's just below top tier stuff, right? Like it's not um you know Black Panther or Endgame or Infinity War or Iron Man one, but I think it's just below that, right? I think it's like Civil War, um what else? Like Ragnarok. Uh, okay. What else? The of the first Avenger, like that, right? Like just very very good mid level stuff, or just you know above mid level stuff, definitely. I like this one better than Black Widow. And the thing that I really, really liked that I was like, damn, didn't have to do him like that was that, you know, so when Black Widow came out, I said, this is awesome hand-to-hand stuff. Like, this is, like, brand new. Like, just, like, like this looks amazing. Like, you know, I'm so glad that they finally fixed it. I mean, it looks, I mean, it looks way better than, like, anything before, but it also, it's not, like, amazing. But mm-hmm. then, watching this, I'm like, Holy shit! No, this is amazing. Like all <laughs> okay. of the hand-to-hand stuff is fucking awesome. It's so good. It's photographed perfectly. Like you can see everything. You know where everybody is. Um, there's like major. There's like one on a bus. I'm sure you've seen in a trailer. That's very very good. Where the bus like it, it's weird because the bus looks like you can see everything in the bus, right? So you you think oh it just looks extra big, but it looks the same size as all buses, right? Like it just looks the way they filmed it makes it look. Like you're there, um, right? And he actually it looks great cramped, there. even though you can see everything, basically. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And so I think, well, the the thing that I think holds it back sometimes is that some of the CGI um, okay. is a little iffy. Like it looks like you just go, oh. Whereas I think if if they just stuck with just having these kung fu people on set doing their stuff, it would look like it would look amazing, mm-hmm. or it would be more like, oh, like I like this. Like this has weight to it. Um, I think the action's great. The story's you know, solid. Um, some of the things that happened are like, well, they feel a little contrived in terms of like that had to happen so that they could go here, so that they could go there. Because mm-hmm. um, they end up really only going to, let me think, one, two, like four places. And then the movie ends, right? Okay. Which is fine. I mean, the movie doesn't have to be globetrotting, but it's just like, you know, not a lot. Not, there's not big plot stuff. But what, you know, what it's lacking there, it makes up, like I said, in the action and the villain. I think the villain is really, really good. Um, I think the villain is like Killmonger, Thanos. Um, who else is really good? Loki level, like good. Um, okay. Which is awesome because that's, you know, that's that I feel like people always say, you know, these, the Marvel villains are always lacking. And for the most part, they are, right? Like I think right. like the villain in Captain Marvel, I don't know. I think it was like Jude Law. And then the villain in um, Black Widow was... Task man? No, it was like some sort of like it was like somebody else, right? So they're not like iconic in the way that they should be given who the heroes are. But and this one, it's awesome. He's really, really good. Um but uh but yeah, I mean like it's kind of like how I was saying Black Widow, like at this point it's like unless the movie is spectacular, something like Black Panther where I'm like 
best picture stuff, the themes, the things it's saying are like vital and it's important and it's not just action, like there's more to it here. Like unless it's that or, you know, they're striking out by some people with like a piece of shit or something. Um, there's really not much you can say, right? right? It's like you're either a fan at this point or you're not or, you know, in, in which case it's like if you're not a fan, then, you know, this probably isn't going to convert you. You might enjoy the fight scenes, but it's not going to be like, oh, my gosh, I've been missing out on this. Right. So, um, but yeah, I would say check it out if you're a fan. I mean, it's, um, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty so good. I definitely want to check it out. I actually yeah. read a thing somewhere where they were talking about... Um, like the process of Marvel picking the movies that are being made. And it it was talking about, I don't know if it's directors or like writers. They're talking about like basically the characters that are available. And then they basically, the writers sitting around the table and say like, I want to make a movie with this character. And it sounded like the guy said like, I want to make a movie with this character because like, I think martial arts and movies are cool. Um, And so that kind of, that kind of went back to what I said before we even got a trailer for it, I think, which is that like, or maybe it was right when the trailer dropped. But, like, I, I was hoping that this was going to be, like, a giant budget martial arts movie. And I don't know that that's exactly what we got. But it sounds like, by the way, you're saying the the action was filmed super well. Even if it's not exactly what we got, it seemed like maybe the... um, What's the word I'm looking for here? Maybe the influence was still mm-hmm. present. You know what I mean? To oh. some degree. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a martial arts movie. I think okay. the, the the scene on the bus is full-blown, like, martial arts. The scene There's a scene where they're going up this building, and there's, like, um, bamboo scaffolding on the sides. Okay. Um, which is, like, classic Jackie Chan stuff. Yeah. Um, what, uh, and so, they're, they're, oh, there's this awesome, really, really cool shot where in the background of the shot, it's a sort of shot, like, away from the building. In the background of the shot, there's, like, somebody hanging off of a bamboo branch. And they're like, help! And then uh, Shang-Chi is running over there to get them. And so he, like, it's, like, one long take where he, like, jumps down bamboo, swings around. Like, he's going through the the scaffolding all in one long take. And it looks so good. And it looks so real, which means that they must have done it, like, for real. It doesn't look, like, CGI or light or anything. Maybe the person yeah. hanging looks a little, like, weightless. But everything else looks so good. And then they, you know... They they catch the person just in time, and I, I think that whole sequence looks awesome. The scene, like I said, on the bus looks awesome. There's a couple of fights here, there, like smaller ones. One that I what I do wish is that I'm trying to say this without spoiling it. Um, the end. I wish it would have gone smaller than what it did. More one on one with the villain rather than where it went. But that, I mean, it, it, it's fine. Like it's not gonna break the movie. But I, I was so focused on that one to one, the one, the like the, the hero villain conflict. Right. And I was like, damn, I wish I would have gotten them like the whole time. But right. still, I mean, it's it's not, it's not gonna break break like the movie. I'm not gonna be like, oh my gosh, how could they? Right. Right. Um. So yeah, that's definitely one I think I'm going to check out for sure. Um. Mm-hmm. I guess the last thing I'll talk about is I watched episodes three and four of What If. Um. I don't know if I said on the podcast yesterday or mm-hmm. yesterday pff, on the mm-hmm. podcast last week. Um, I, I watched episodes one and two and I was kind of just mad about them. Yeah. And I remember. Yeah. Kaylin showed me a meme where it said, what if, and it was like episodes one and two. And it was like this little puppy. And then it was like episodes three and four. And it was like this giant wolf monster. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> so mm-hmm. then I watched episode three and episode three was incredible. Mm, I mean, like, episode three, 
was yeah, I mean I don't I don't have any other way to put it. There there was like and the thing is is I don't know so episodes one and two are definitely, if I'm not mistaken, completely separate things. Um in terms of being like I don't think a, a, episode one influences episode two at all. And neither mm-hmm. one of those two influence episode three. They're like episodic, I guess is the way you would describe that. Is that how you would describe that? I don't know. Um, it's not like a continuation of anything. Yeah, they're like uh, one-offs. Like they're just yeah. like um, yeah. So episode three is just such a dramatic thing that like I was like, oh, we're not doing the one-off thing anymore. And then we got episode four, and it's like I can't tell if it just means it all is a one-off or if episode four kind of on its own is just a very self-contained story. Um, but either way, episode three is like, all right. So if I had to say episode one, if I remember yeah. correctly what episode one is, I'd give it five, mm, five or six out of 10, mm. it, which sounds like a low score, but basically like it is a low score, but I guess I would describe it as like, I guess like, I like, it doesn't. No, I mean that sounds like average. If, it's just if, like yeah. Just if like every is. episode, if every episode of What If was that score, by the time I was done watching it, I would have never once referred it, referenced it ever in my past. Like I would have never brought yeah. it up in conversation. But I wouldn't be like, to me, that's a testament because I have watched things that are so bad that I bring them up in conversation all the yeah. time. Um, so it just never would have came up again. Yeah. I feel Epis- like it sounds like, um, it would have been like, kind of like how I saw Mythic Quest where I was like, I mean, it's not bad. Like I would never be like, don't watch it. It's a piece of shit. But I, I would also, wouldn't be like, you have to watch it right away. Like, it's just something that I like, I watched. Right. It was fine. You, you, you probably wouldn't even recommend on. it. To right. Exactly. Yeah, I w- and, and I wouldn't, but that's the thing is like, I'm not saying I wouldn't because it was bad. Right. Like I'm, I'm sure that's what you mean. It's like, it, it, I wouldn't be like, don't watch it, but I wouldn't not recommend it. I just wouldn't recommend it because there's just so much other stuff that's better. Right. So. That's how I felt about the first episode. Episode 3 is an absolute fucking masterpiece, in my opinion. Like, it is fucking 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, somewhere around there. Um, episode 4 is like a 7 or 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so self-contained that, like, if you don't have any, like... Like, it's done so well, but it's such a specific thing that, like... It, it doesn't like part of what makes Marvel Marvel is like the grandiose scale of everything right like like, like every little thing can play into here and like blah 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 you know what I mean like even I'm trying like the smallest movies or the movies that seem like they should matter the least do play into a bigger thing later like mm-hmm. you don't have any of that in episode 4 and like granted these these may all be one-offs but there's like zero chance for that in episode 4 I think um at the end of the day, even if these weren't one-offs, episode four happens, and I feel like you're 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 still at like zero sum, but it's done so well. Um, so I would give that like an eight out of ten. Hopefully, the next ones are are going to continue on this trend, and maybe the first two were just like light refresher, light refreshing ones, just because we want to get you in the the gist of it. Right, um, right. I definitely do want to watch it, and and I think I mentioned it when you've watched the first two that I want to just like. Let the show end, like the first season end, and then watch them all, you know, over the course of like a few days. Yeah. Um. So I do want to do that eventually when it's done. Yeah. So as of right now, my 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 status on recommending this show is going to mm-hmm. be that I still will not recommend this show. 
to anyone until I see what the rest of the season's going to be. Because at the end of the day, if the if if the rest of the season turns out more like episodes one and two, then I would say probably like I would recommend like just watch three and four. Don't even worry about the rest of the season because if they're all one offs and I mean the name of it's what if, so I don't know that any of it's going to tie into any Marvel thing ever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. movie wise, um, it just doesn't seem like that's what it's trying to do. Um, if they don't, I would be like just watch episode three and four. Those are solid. Right. But if it you know if episodes if the rest of the season's great, like episodes three and four, I would say like, just watch the whole thing and just understand that like the first two are a little weak. You know what I mean? Like that's how okay. I would describe it. So, um, tentatively, I would say definitely three, uh, four solid. And then one and two are you take them or leave them. My, my life has not been changed in any substantial way. <laughs> that I've watched those two. <laughs> I did yeah. see one. I, I think the one episode for this week, if I saw on Twitter correctly, it's like uh, zombie heroes or something. And it was, um, I was like, oh shit, okay, like, wonder what this means. And one of them was like, Iron Man is a zombie. And the, um, the caption was like, he loves brains 3000. Oh. <laughs> and so people were in the replies like, no, you did it. Oh my God. And I was just, I was cracking up. I was like, ooh, I'm excited to watch this. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm very excited. I, I think I just, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't start it like I, from the start, like I started, um, you know, Loki and all the other ones just because. Um, it felt like Marvel, I know that Marvel was trying to make this into a series. I just don't think that it, they were making it like a must watch TV kind of series, you know? Right. So, um, that's, that's a fair assumption. That's kind of mm-hmm. even still how I feel about it. So, um, I'll definitely let you know if, if, if that changes said I continue to watch. Also, I don't know. I'm assuming episode five is probably out. Based on what you said, I'm not. I'm not positive. Um, let me see. Uh, yeah, it's now streaming. Yeah, yep. Okay, so episode four was the last time we watched it. Was the most recent one, so uh, we were caught up at the time. Um, so we'll catch number five at some point, I'm sure, and I'll, I'll you know talk about that next week, maybe, just to give you cool. an update whether it matches up to the second two or the first two we've gotten so far. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, so that's that, uh, does that cover what we've been watching? Yeah, um, I haven't. Yeah, that that's all. I just had the Rick and Morty, but we can talk about it later. And um, yeah, Shang Chi and yep. Yeah, so I, I I just had to I had to redeem myself from last week where I didn't have anything to talk about, and I went <laughs> went OD this fucking week. Um, so uh, <laughs> big album drop. Mm-hmm. Your boy hasn't listened think... to a single fucking minute of it yet. <laughs> you didn't listen to the album? Oh, I haven't. I it's just pretty good. Is it really? Well, it wasn't pretty good, but it, but um, <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was you know um, sort of not pretty good, but I thought it was like um, more than good. How can I say? As good as Scorpion as his last album. I, I don't think it goes any higher or lower than that. Um, so it's uh, Drake's Certified Lover Boy. You know, it dropped last. Friday, um, and I think it's been the biggest album release of the year. I think it like had the most streams of like any album, like the of the year, like just on Friday. Um, so I think it, by the time that you're listening to this, it's probably crossed. It's gonna hit number one. It's probably gonna break a bunch of records. I need to look it up here in a little bit. But um, so yeah, so it dropped, and I as so I listened to it you know, all the way through once. Um, and I just, like I said before, I've said many times, like, I wish I could give thoughts on music right away. I, I'm very, very much like, you know, I have to listen to it, um, a bunch of times before it sticks, before it sticks. There's a couple of songs I do like on there, like one with Future and Young Thug. 
um, that I think is pretty good that I, I enjoy. Um, but yeah, overall, like I said, I, I, I don't think it, it reaches the heights of something like definitely not take care. Definitely nothing, not nothing was the same. And, uh, unfortunately not reaching the heights of even something like views or more life, which I think are, you know, pretty good. Um, so, um, but yeah, I'm a little disappointed. Um, and he does the fucking Kanye West thing of stuffing 21 songs in there. Like, I'm like, Jesus, dude, like, <laughs> just cut out the, like, just cut out any songs that are crap. Like, please, I, I am begging you, all of you artists out there, please keep that shit to 12 to 14. We literally do not have the time for this shit. Wasn't more life super long? Uh, 20? I... Okay. And even that, I'm like, hey, hey, like, even when that came out, I was like, hey, you're, Got a little bit too much tip on your chip. Um, <laughs> let me see. Um, yeah, more life was twenty two. Yeah, it's even something like that. But and even then, there's like someone here that um I don't like. Like all the songs with gigs. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I think views is like twenty something. So I'm like, what what happened to take care? Because I think take care is like, let me see. Take care is. In total, I think the the deluxe one is eighteen, maybe. Okay. So, oh, that's so good. I'm looking at Take Care's track list. I'm like, yes, this is that good shit. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's like I just wish you would trim them down. You know, I wish you, I wish all of them would trim it down. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. Um, I, I so I had five days off. I was binging the shit out of Neon Genesis. Um, Tuesday rolled around. And I was like, oh, fuck. Drake's album is out, and I haven't listened to it. And I was like, I'll listen to it tomorrow. And I just did not fucking ha- It just did not happen today. Um, so I, I'll, I'll give it a listen over the next week. Um, and, and, you know, that's... I feel like that's kind of the epitome of how I feel about a Drake album now. Is that, like... Mm-hmm. I mean... It's it's probably got a few hits on there. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. ultimately, I'm probably just going to listen to songs and be like, I guess. And the thing is, you're going to have... I will say this one doesn't seem like it's been received as well by the public. Yes. Um, yeah. I but... think I, I think this... I think... Um, I think this is what Scorpion's reception would have been if it didn't have God's Plan and... Um... The fucking Kiki song and um, Nice For What. Like, you know, three songs that were... Well, I, when I know the the Kiki one was, like, after the album came out because of TikTok or whatever the fuck. But definitely Nice For What and God's Plan. Two songs that were fucking huge. So I think yeah. if Scorpion doesn't have those two songs on it, I think that reaction for that album would have been, like, this one. Where people were like, it's, it's okay. Like, it's solid. But it's not setting the world on fire, unfortunately, for Drake. What's crazy to me is that, like... I don't know. Maybe all right. So maybe maybe every artist has this, right? But like, there are so many Drake stands out there. That's like y'all just hating. And it's like we just not gonna act like he can make a subpar album. Like is that not what we're doing? <laughs> like, like I just it's I don't know. Like because I've seen it like on my friends list of people just being like people being like you know this album just ain't doing it for me. Like that was literally one of the two. It's like this album just ain't doing it for me. And someone was like, why are you hating? It's like, bro, stop it. Calm down. That is like, <laughs> like nobody even said he was absolute trash. I mean, I might, but nobody did in this scenario. <laughs> like, I just, 
I don't know. Maybe every artist has people like that. I just feel like Drake and J. Cole have a lot of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those two people lend themselves to a fan base uh, where people just get all bent up over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, maybe maybe it won't be bad. I'll listen to it. I just, I mean, that album art. We gotta. Yes, that that's somebody should somebody should have told him. <laughs> like his somebody in his inner circle should have been like, "Come on now." <laughs> like, yeah, I will say the one th- the lone thing that I think it has going for it is that it's very easily um, replicable and um, I don't want to say memeable because that sounds dumb, but it's got a very Warhol. Well, fucking barely but i don't want to say even that because that's like <laughs> that seems like a stretch <laughs> you're like um you think they're gonna have like, that next to the fucking campbell campbell soup cans and the fucking yeah well, well it's the same idea right it's like pop culture made art just by like a different thing right like it's right. it's the same sort of like mr brainwash like banksy type well not any banksy but like mr brainwash like just like it's like is it art? like what is this right like so it's that same like Everybody can replicate it and make fun of it and make jokes on it. So that's like I think that's the only thing that I have going for it. But yeah, I did not like it. I was like, really, dude? Especially when you see something as you know, I love the Take Care album art. I think nothing was the same as awesome like him and the kid, like him as a kid version. Yeah. I think those are awesome. Views album art wasn't bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I just um, I think it's the whole. I think it's the trifecta for me. I think the album art on its own. Let's put it this way: somebody else could have put out that album art and i would have maybe felt how you felt it's like oh this is like a weird take on something like you know what i mean like you're, you're mm-hmm. playing it on the face for jokes or whatever but then the name of the album is certified lover boy so it's like okay and that motherfucker's walking around with that stupid ass heart in his hair bro like, uh-huh. <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> i could not allow it <laughs> Did you see that the, there was like a meme where it was like the Popeyes lady where she's like tired, you know, outside? <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's like, like Drake's art. Yeah, Drake's Drake's uh, Drake's barber after he finally can stop doing the little heart. <laughs> <in his hair. laughs> oh, fuck. And and I, I I think I see what you mean because it's like you know like if it's a smaller artist you go that's interesting that's a little thing but when you're literally one of the biggest pop stars on the planet like you just you, like there's no you go like come on dude you literally do not have every single artist making you like the most amazing artwork ever for your fucking cover right mm-hmm. like and even when he did the one for scorpion i was like that's kind of a little lazy it's just your, your face which if it's fine whatever but it's like dude how do you go how are you going backwards how do you have to take care and nothing was the same and even thank me later like the album art is like kind of just his face but at least yeah did something to it. Like... yeah exactly or views right but then this is it, it when, when um what was the album cover um if um not, if not if you're reading this is too late because i think even that is iconic just the font i think as at this point is like an iconic look mm-hmm. um though what was the one what a time to be alive with diamonds with the future when yeah. that came out i was like hmm i was like uh, i like the music i'm, mm-hmm. I'm digging the music but just like these close-up of diamonds, I'm like, ah, you guys could have done so much better, but you know what? I'll let you go. But then when this came out, I was like, okay, this is what, yeah, this is what I, I should have seen this coming when fucking, you know, that album came out. You know what's crazy is What a Time to Be Alive was an album with him and Future, and I felt like, th- like, what year did this come out? Which one? What a Time to Be Alive. You searched that uh, up. 2015. All right, 2015. And then this came out... 
never mind. This is fucking way old. Which um, one? Watch the throne. Um, oh, 2012? Yeah, 2012. But, like, like you did a No, 2011. Du- sorry, 2011. 2011. Sorry. Okay. You did a duo album. Mm-hmm. And, like, this, there aren't many duo albums between two people who do not normally uh, perform together. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like other than a group that is a duo, like fucking mm-hmm. uh, Outcast or, like, Ray, uh, I don't even know how the fuck you pronounce that part. Um, yeah. <laughs> Slim Jimmy and whatever mm-hmm. the fuck the other asshole's name is. Um, I don't know why that came off so disrespectful, but that's just <laughs> after I said it's that. Sway I was like, Lee. Oh, Sway Lee, you're right. And I was like, I was like, I the said better it, one. I said it, and immediately was like, this sounded like I really have a whole lot of distaste for it, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm wildly indifferent. Um, but like other than them, you know what I mean, which is like an actual two person group, like two random people getting together for an album is not super common. So I remember yeah. when this came out. It, and it may be a stretch, but it's, I literally just looked it up to because it came to mind. That album art, I was like, this is like cheap knockoff Watch the Throne album art. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like up close of Diamonds. And I guess like nothing about it is necessarily the same. But like the Watch the Throne album art is just like this grand so like, good. gold, you know what I mean, yeah. thing. And it's like the, the Drake one is like this just Diamonds, but it's like literally just a like, close up. And it's not even like clear even really, like... Like, in between each diamond, it just kind of looks like static, almost. Like, it's it's just not right. good looking. It's like, like what the fuck happens? Like, you watch, look at you, you look at the Watch the Throne album cover, and then even, like, uh, Cruel Summer and uh, Twisted Fantasy, excuse me, and uh, Take Care, and nothing was the same. And then you see stuff now, you go, like, Donda, it's just a black screen. <laughs> that fucking Childish Gambino one, it's just a white screen, right? Yeah. The This Drake one, it's, like, just this, right? You go, like, all right, like, what, what, like... Like what? The, like you? We should be going the other way, right? Yeah. The thing is, is that like the beginning of this to me was cool, and I think it was Jesus. The idea of Jesus' cover, because the thing yes. is, I don't think it was even a cover. Like I think it's a cover on digital platforms because I think in real life it literally was just like a clear, clear. case with red tape. Yeah, with with right, and and I think that fits it because that's what the music is, right? Like the music is minimal. It's just like. It's just a fucking here you go. Fuck you. Take it's your like fucking tear, disc and yeah, clear thing. Like tear down. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. deconstructing all right. these sounds coming up with this music. But like one, it fit, and two, it was like a very subversive thing at the time. But then right. it kind of just turned into this like dumb shit, which is that right. like the life of Pablo. I don't care what you tell me. That that cover art is butt that is cheeks. terrible. Well, I mean, yeah. literally, it literally has it butt literally cheeks. has butt cheeks on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right I, I said that and immediately it was like actually it does that it does have a pair of butt cheeks on it um but it, it's fucking terrible and then and then like you know we got like you said um we got this one um nothing was the same like you said because the font kind of redeems it because it's such an odd thing but even still it's like we're reaching like nothing uh no, if you're reading this, it was too late. I might have said nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, nothing was, I do like one thing. But yeah, the other if one, yeah, I think. it's too late, I think yeah. it toes the line for what is acceptable. Like, yeah. the font it, it, saves that cover. If it wasn't that yeah. font, if it was just typed, I'd be like, stop it. What are we doing? Like, and, why are we still doing And I feel like that one gets a, like, with that, but then also gets a little bit of a pass for me because of it being, like, quote, a mixtape, you know? And also like, the context, like the context was supposed to be him telling his label to fuck off. Um, right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it gets a little... 
it gets a little leeway because of all these factors, but it's still towing the line. You know what right. I mean? Like, like we're still, you're very close to fucking this up for me. Um, but like now it's just like, why are we still doing this? Like, I, I get it. It's like, it's like how Beyonce released an unannounced album once and everyone was mm-hmm. like, oh fuck, we're doing it. <laughs> Yeah, like, and yeah. for the next fucking five years, like, every album has been, like, unannounced and just dropped within, like, two days. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Like, it, it, it comes out to acclaim once and everyone just immediately just fucking punches it and digs into the fucking dirt. Um, without, th- without realizing that the thing that sticks is the music, right? Right. Because right. the Beyonce's, the, the self-titled is, like... A, a great album so it's like oh you gotta do you, gotta, you know drake you can put your fucking pregnant emojis on there but if you don't put the music behind it people are gonna be like whoa like that album reminds me of like cool stuff it's just like oh yeah also was... the other part of it is that of course it, that was revolutionary at the time well not maybe not revolutionary that that was a bit of a jump but like it was such a what the fuck when it happened right like, like Where, uh, beyonce dropping yeah, the album yeah like yeah. Well, I, Maybe not revolutionary, but definitely the biggest person who'd ever done anything like that. Right, and that's uh, I, that's why I wanted to use the word revolutionary. It, like, I'm sure there's some smaller guy that dropped this album and like just like as a surprise drop. But like for be- yeah. like, and all Beyonce, three people were like, "Well, <laughs> exactly." The fact that nobody heard about this album coming out, like mm-hmm. Beyonce of all people, made a full album, got it put together, and released it before anybody knew. You know what I mean? Like, what what is the example? Um, I feel like we talked about this, where it was just like, your inner circle had to be so fucking tight. Like, for, for nobody right. else to get this information, despite how big it was and how big that person was. Like, that's why it was huge. But now, I was like, everybody's doing it. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, oh, wow, you 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 unannounced dropped your album just like fucking Joe Schmo last week. Like, it doesn't, now we're not, now it doesn't matter anymore. You know what I mean? There's a certain level of, like, it being unique that makes it great. If mm-hmm. if all these ridiculous album covers hadn't been coming out, and then you know fucking Drake's album cover has pregnant lady emojis on it, maybe we look a little better on that. You know, five years ago, where you know what I mean, before like all these albums just have this dumb album art. I just thought about it. Kanye's fucking uh, Yay album It's literally like a a picture of some mountains, and then like Microsoft Paint fucking like yes. words on it. Like, yeah, stop. <laughs> it's uh, like what happened? Is this? It's like just any effort into it at all right like i, I just see all you know like they seem so disposable like i'm trying to i'm look i'm i'm let me look see which like what's the last like pretty great album art that came out of hip-hop i did like uh tell the creator it's just like a little the car oh yeah with this picture on it. Mm-hmm. that's that's good that works Flower, even flower boy that one was flower boy yeah yeah um I'm after just... hours the weekend like the one with him with the bloody nose like that's fine oh, like yeah. it, it's what it's like going for right like i I'm a broken record, but obviously I'm going to bring up Daytona because as much yes, as a fucked yeah. up one that was, like it was kind of perfect for the album. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon three, which yeah. I, I thought it was an okay album. I love like the the way that the art looks. Like it looks like I don't know if it looks like the music sounds right. Mm-hmm. And so it's I funny because like... I, I hadn't heard Man on the Moon three, but I, when we talked about album art, just because I've been listening to it lately, Man on the mm-hmm. Moon two popped in my head, which is like him and the tux, like fucking sitting on the chair with like the. The painting, the large painting behind him. Yeah, him. I was yeah. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's like the mm-hmm. per- like that encapsulates the mood of this album so perfect. Yeah, yes. What yeah. what kind of mood does fucking twelve pregnant emojis like? Like the mood of this album based on the cover is just gonna be something I do not want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, even, like I said, the Yeezus, like, no cover. Like, literally just red tape. You're like, mm-hmm. what's going on with this? And, you know what I mean? But, like, you show me Adam, there's just 12 pregnant lady emojis on it. I'm like, please, what are we doing? Like, like just, <laughs> Bro, I want to watch I want to listen to that just as much as I wanted to watch the emoji movie that had an actual pile of poop, like, <laughs> on it. And I do not want to watch that at all. So that's where I'm at. Jeez. Um, yeah, I'm looking at... Let's see what else. The Black Panther soundtrack. That one was great. <laughs> I mean, it was. Just like the just the necklace. That yeah. was cool. Definitely. Uh, but, uh, okay. All right, yeah. That's, I'm, I'm not looking through anymore. But, um, but yeah, so that's it. Certified Lover Boy. I think I, uh, I'll have more thoughts at the end of the year on all the music we've talked about. I feel bad because I, I do want to talk about the music that comes out just because it's fresh and it's like some, it's like a recent topic. But I can't give anything more than like that one. That one sounded okay, or like this one sounded you know uh, fine. But I think at the end of the year, if we do another top ten songs of the year or something, I'll have more thoughts after having you know lived through the album and like listened to more songs on it. For sure, and I'll definitely give this a listen um, against all my better judgment and and. Um, preference. Uh, I will yeah. give this a listen and have more of a and, more of a thought on it next week. And and I I think kind of like um you know we've always said about Kanye West um you know when you when, even if the music shit when you listen to it you hear money dripping and and sloshing around and that's what I feel like this is with Drake where like you can hear the fucking expensive ass sound behind it all of the instruments all of the samples it sounds expensive as hell like if you watch watch the throne you're like holy shit this how is this not the most expensive album ever made you know Mm -hmm. yeah i mean like uh it's it's the i feel like the exact opposite aesthetic that like tyler creator goes for like all of this shit sounds like even when it that's not to say it sounds like poorly done or low quality but like no no no, because jesus sounds like that too right but it's just very like um subdued yeah like uh, like, uh just minimalist like we're working with the yeah. bare tools here like, yeah like mm-hmm. we are making a good thing a good quality thing but like yep the best way to explain it is it's like uh have you ever have you watched all of community or not community yeah sorry mm-hmm. not community parks and rec yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay the uh rob lowe's character he makes the burger with all the fancy ingredients and then ron yes. swanson just makes the fucking regular ass hamburger with like yes. a cheap bun and basic meat that's mm. that's what it is, right? Like like Drake and Kanye generally have this like the fucking brioche bun with the sesame, and like, you know what I mean? Like the the romaine lettuce and the fresh tomatoes, blah blah blah. And then like you know something like Tyler the Creator gives you like we're taking the base level elements here of just fucking a bun, cheese, burger, and we're making something that's amazing with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's the that's what they're trying to do. Um, but yeah, I mean it's solid. Uh, well, I'll, 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 like I said, I'll give more thoughts on it after I listen to it. Um, so, um, uh, yeah. do we want to talk about this next news because it's just a real fucking bummer. Do we want to yeah, talk about it just very briefly? Yeah, just because I, I, I do think he was, you know, an integral part. So, um, I don't know if people have, I mean, I'm sure people have seen the news by now, but um, actor Michael K. Williams passed away. And he, you've, if you either know him, but if you don't know who, like him by name, you've seen his face. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's got a, he, he had a, a big scar right across his face. Um, he he and, plays one of, probably the two. One of the two most famous characters from what uh, some people consider the best show on TV ever, which is The Wire. He played yeah, Omar mm-hmm. in The Wire. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like iconic. Like he, you know, that character is up there with like, you know, Tony Soprano 
or Walter White, um, or even like uh, Daenerys from Game of Thrones. I think just like TV I, characters that are just like when you see them, you're like, that's the character from that one. Like, I think even people who don't watch The Wire, who were like, I've seen The Wire, heard of The Wire, they know, like, what his face looks like. They know he plays, like, a big character in it. It's like um, him and, he... and Idris Elba's Stringer Bell. Like, uh, the rest of them, yes. like, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if you didn't know. But, like, if you had never seen either of their faces or knew that they were in The Wire, I'd be like, that's, you, that's crazy. That's the guy from... You're yeah. kind of living under a rock, but, like, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> and, and totally warranted, too, where I, because I, I, I watched uh, The Wire um, in 20. 13 2012 2013 okay. um i watched it over the course of a summer and at up you know at that point excuse me i'm burping a lot today i'm sorry i'm sorry um wow it's kind of crazy because I, I think it ended in 2008 so that was like five or six years after i at it finally aired so now i, I will have watched the show longer than well, you when have knowledge it came out yeah I yeah wild but anyway so when i watched the show at that point i mean it was pretty much like came out intact right like when the show ended people were like this is one of the best shows of all time he's one of the best characters of all time so when i'd watched the show i was like all right let's see you know let's see if this lives up to the hype mostly because i knew that it wasn't like breaking bad where he is the main guy he was an ensemble right so you go right. all right let's see it and then by the time i finished it i was like yep totally warranted like this is like one of those like classic characters and so um and so he played you know omar little in that he was uh chalky white in boardwalk empire i know that show was like pretty big like the first and second season and then it kind of dropped off um i watched the whole thing all five seasons and he was great in all of it um you know he was great in community he was so good in the night of he was um, community? He, he had like a little bit i think he was like a teacher like a little okay. bit parts here or there kind of like uh john oliver like i think a oh, little bit yeah, smaller okay. than john oliver um like Mike from Breaking Bad, he was also in it for a little bit. So like, just like little role like that. Mm -hmm. He was awesome in uh, the movie about the Central Park Five. And so, I mean, you've seen him, and if you haven't, then you know you you missed out. And you know, when I saw the news on Twitter, it, it felt like the same way that I felt when Philip Seymour Hoffman died, where you go like this guy who you just like, he wasn't like the best looking guy, right? And he wasn't the you know he wasn't uh, the biggest guy. He wasn't the most you know like. He wasn't Robert Downey Jr. charismatic guy. He was just like a really, really good actor who every time you showed him, you're like, oh, he showed up. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna get a good performance. Right. Like a just great character actor. Like the like um, do you know do you know who Stephen Root is? Let's He's see. um. I don't he was by in, name, but yeah, I feel it, like. This might be one where I, when I see him, I recognize him. Yeah, he's in a bunch of crap, and he's like this, where he's like, as soon as if I see him in a movie, I'm like, fuck yeah, he's in this movie, let's go. Oh, okay. Because you uh, know that he's in Office Space, correct? Yeah, he's Milton. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so you know that he's not gonna phone it. He plays the goggles guy in Dodgeball too. Yeah. So you know that if he comes in, you're not, he's not gonna phone it in, and that's what Philip Seymour Hoffman was, and that's what Michael K. Williams was, and so I definitely just want to take a, a moment just to you know talk about him and how I felt about him and and just in that moment that it happened I was just like fuck man like it just sucks because you don't you know you, you don't know these people right we don't right I've never met him never met Philip Seymour Hoffman I wasn't like he's my favorite actor of all time right but you just knew that you know you, you're gonna get somebody there's something special about them nonetheless right like right because exactly. they give that full performance like even even when they're not the main guy it's like just such a believable character right like you right like you are bought in whenever they're playing whoever they're playing, I guess. Is the right, right. That. Yeah. And so, yeah, and they, um, yeah, he, he passed away. So I just wanted to take a moment just to talk about it because I, I didn't want to, um, well, I just wanted to put, you know, my thoughts and, and sort of 
yeah what i thought about him yeah i mean it's just a, a fucking bummer and i mean like yeah uh it's one of those things too that like so like i basically knew him from the wire and nothing else mm-hmm. i hadn't seen boardwalk empire hadn't seen what was the other one you said not community but the other one uh uh the, um what was it called when they see when they see us i when think they that's see what it was us? called okay he had a small part in that, yeah. Okay, so um, I didn't see either of those. So basically my only thing from uh, like about him is from The Wire. And so you always wonder, like, oh, is it just, you know, lightning in the bottle just this once? Um, and then, you know, he passed, and then I immediately saw, like, not immediately, but, like, articles and tweets and everyone saying, like, oh, he was phenomenal because of these reasons and in this role and not just Omar. And it's like... You know, even at least after the fact, it's like, oh, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's no, like you said, we don't know these people, but it's just like, even just a tiny bit of just like, oh, so he was like super well respected and like, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. Then it just makes you feel like, oh, that kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. like, like yeah. I, I feel like we said it before. It's like, you don't want to say this. But it's like, man, there's so many terrible people out there. It could have just been instead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. It's too bad it wasn't Greg Abbott. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. So. Uh, a, yeah, I forget who it was. I think it was like Lewis Black who said, you know, the, the good die young, but pricks live forever. So. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so I guess the last thing we'll, we'll switch yeah. this back up with um, some quick video game news, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll start with uh, your quick thing. Yeah, so I went ahead and pre-ordered uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I think last week we mentioned that um, the date was you know released. I think it was February eighth or twenty second. I think it was eighth or eighteenth. Mm-hmm. It was like some sometime in February it's gonna come out. And so then they released um, the pre-order. I went ahead and pre-ordered it, which I think is only the second time that I've done that. Um, the first one being The Last of Us Two. Um, so yeah, it's it's just gonna now it's just like a waiting game. No, it says yeah. like it's gonna download a week before, and then I'm like, all right, bitch, let's go. <laughs> I'm waiting. But uh, but yeah, did you pre-order it? Are you thinking about it? Are you just gonna wait until it comes out, or do you have any thoughts about? I'm not it? really sure. So the thing is, like, I really liked her Horizon um, Zero Dawn. The the weird thing is, I played it so long after the fact after it came out, mm-hmm. um, which is not normal for me i guess is the best way i explain it like if i get excited for something like i you said this was only like the second game you've pre-ordered i've Mm -hmm. pre-ordered many a game um like Mm -hmm. like i'm tracking the news the moment it's available for pre-order i'm usually trying to pre-order it well i guess not when it's available because like i don't know if you knew this but like back in the day like and I, i say that like i'm super old but like Back in the day, some shit would be announced to E... Like, back in GameStop's heyday, mm-hmm. some shit would be announced to E3 to come out, like, two years later, and that shit would instantly be available for pre-order at GameStop. Like, you could pre-order something fucking two years out. Like, it... Yeah. It oh, was yeah, insane. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I did that with um with Grand Theft Auto. I think okay. I did it, like, a year out, and then it just kept moving, and they're like, well, your copy will be here whenever that is and like all right cool well i'll see you guys in a year and a half bye (laughs) yeah so like i used to do that kind of frequently um because you only had to at gamestop you only had to put down five dollars to pre-order so you put down five dollars bang got my spot in line just in case um Mm -hmm. and the thing is like at the time like these games were not really selling out like that but it was still just like uh you put five dollars down and then you had like just like a 
a reminder. Like, you would come in and they'd be like, oh, I see you already have this on pre-order for next month. And you'd be like, oh, fuck, I do have it on pre-order. And it comes out next month because you'd, like, lose track of time. So it'd just yeah. be this whole thing. And then, like, and- inevitably, you would never go pick up some of the games that you pre-ordered. And they would just be like, we have, like, 20 bucks from these four games that came out and you never came and picked up. Do you want to put it to a different game? And you're like, sure. <laughs> pre-order the yeah, next it- one. And I, I liked, um, I mean, I didn't do it often. I, I think I only did it like once or twice. I should probably only did it. I only showed up once and I remember it happening multiple times for other video games, but like the midnight release, I thought that was so cool. Like I, I went at midnight to go uh, pick up Grand Theft Auto five mm-hmm. and it was like a line. Yeah. got like a free poster and like motherfuckers are waiting outside of GameStop and I remember I like picked it up and like my girlfriend at the time was like, let's go get a pizza. And I was like, fine, let's go get dinner. Because <laughs> I was literally like, we have to get back home. I got to down. Especially, hold on, if it was Grand Theft Auto Five, it didn't matter what time yep. you were getting home because that bitch was going to install for like the next yep. fucking like, three days. Exactly. Yep, yep. Dude, I, I we rushed home and I was literally, she was like, how much longer? I was like, it was uh, about another 15 minutes. It had been like 30 minutes. And so, yeah, because that one was like disc one, you like yeah, downloaded and then it, it was... and then you disc two, you played the game on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um, um, but yeah, and I remember, I remember like the Halo Midnight stuff that was huge too. So, um, I do miss that, you know, cause I, like for the last of us too, I mean, I know it was COVID year, but it would have been cool, like something that big or the next Grand Theft Auto or even this, like going at midnight to GameStop and being like, hi guys, hi, hello, fellow Aloy fans. Yeah. So it's like, it's a shame that, you know, the digital model as it is, has kind of pushed us away from that because like, I do have some great memories of midnight releases. Like, mm-hmm. I remember going for a Call of Duty Midnight release, um, and it's like, I'm not even, like, that huge of a Call of Duty fan, but it was just, like, all my friends are getting it, so all my friends would stand outside, get it, go home that night, install it, and be playing it that night, right? And, like, right. you'd take the next day off, or, you know what I mean? Like, you'd be over the weekend, or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's like, it didn't right. matter. Um, and then, like, so, like, I remember a Call of Duty release, um... I'm trying to think. I don't remember if Destiny was a midnight release or if it released with the PS4. And that's why I remember the midnight release of Destiny, if that makes sense. I remember mm-hmm. it might have been the same night where I got the PS4. It was a midnight release. Got it. Went home. And I might have immediately tried to install Destiny because that's what all my friends got to. And, um, I mean, there was that. Um, my favorite memory, uh, which is like... Kind of, I don't know, I don't know how to describe this. My favorite memory is they had uh, a Mortal Kombat, and what's the most recent one, 11? So it would have been Mortal Kombat I think so. 10, I'm pretty sure, hold on, let me see, because uh, there's one character that was only in this game, so I can tell you very quickly which one this was. Um, JK, I looked up the character, it doesn't tell me which one, okay, Mortal Kombat 10. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a release, and the thing is, is like... They, GameStop had gotten, like, permission, and they ran, like, a tournament of Mortal Kombat 10, even though nobody had played it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even have the game pre-ordered. Um, I was there with a friend who was super into Mortal Kombat games, and he had it pre-ordered, and I just went to hang out. And they had a tournament, and the winner of the tournament got, like, the full DLC season pass. Mm-hmm. And I fucking won the tournament, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't even own the, like, they handed me the code for the season uh-huh. pass, and I was like... I guess I gotta fucking get the game now. So I, I dropped the fucking 60 bucks to buy the game right there because I was like, I have like $30 worth of DLC for it now. Like, I might as well just fucking buy it. 
And I went up there, and they were like, oh, okay, what's it under? And I was like, I don't have a pre-ordered. I'm just here to buy it now. And he was like, you won the tournament. You came, you won the tournament, and you didn't even care to have this game? And I was like, yeah, nah. But I have it now, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that sounds like um, um, when I went to... 2016, uh, right before the Super Bowl, the Microsoft Store at the South Point Mall had a, a Madden tournament, mm-hmm. and you could either play. I mean, you could have to play on Xbox, right? And so the way that it worked, it, they fucked me over because, or the way the way that they they sort of screwed with me is that you played four games, but the way you did it is that the first game you played it on rookie, then normal, then all Madden, and then like all or all pro, and then all Madden or some shit. Right. And so I lost the first game because it, it's all it, it's janky, right? Like if you're playing on rookie, everything's like it's like you're playing in quicksand. Right. And then I I, I won the next three, and then when the game ended or when like all the tournament ended, I was like, wait, I like calculated it and I got second place. First place got an Xbox One. Second place got nothing. <laughs> and I think Sean, our friend Sean, went with us. And I was like, dude, I just fucking lost out on a goddamn Xbox One because these assholes put me on rookie. I would have won all of them if I would have been. You know, I would have won the goddamn Xbox One. I was. I, I mean, I was. And I, I. I wasn't like they weren't like in second place ever. They, I just did like the math based on the points and stuff. And yeah. I was like, those sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's fucking rough for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, the the last point you have here is that the the showcase is tomorrow, the Sony showcase, and I, I'd seen a couple of tweets about it, um, but I think oh, and we mentioned it last week too with regards to God of War, I believe. Right? Yep. So there's a uh, PlayStation showcase. Uh, I believe it said one Pacific uh, tomorrow. So, I mean that that's useless to you. The people listening, because it has already happened a week ago. You're from um, the future. You know, <laughs> you know all the. You know that one tweet was like, "We're announcing uh, God of War three. We're skipping over two. <laughs> and so I feel like you people in the future already know what's going to happen. Yeah, but anyways, uh, it's it's coming out. Um, or that showcase one Pacific uh, the ninth, um, which would be four here. I clock out at four, so. Probably gonna have it pulled up on my phone uh, with some head, like a headphone in on the way home, just so I can listen in. Um, uh, the things I'm excited for is, uh, I, I believe we're getting a God of War release. I mean, it was supposed to release late this year. It got mm-hmm. pushed back because of everything that happened. Um, I'm hoping for something like April, like March or April, like early first section of next year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. Could could get bad news. It could be like October twenty. I'll be like, oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's that. Uh, there's uh, I think something I saw said we'll probably get news on Gran Turismo. Um, Gran Turismo is one of their. I don't know if I'd call it a flagship title, just because they haven't. Like I, I don't know. I think I mentioned this. Like PS4, they just didn't get a mainline Gran Turismo. They just got Sport. Like, the whole fucking seven years that that system was out, they didn't get, like, a numbered Gran Turismo. Um, uh-huh. So it's, like, hard to say that that's one of the flagship titles when they were able to go a whole generation without it. But, yeah. like, I, before that, like, Gran Turismo, you thought of PlayStation and you thought of all their franchises that they had, like, Gran Turismo did pop up on your list. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, they have God of War, they have Gran Turismo, they have uh, Uncharted. You know what I mean? It was just, like, in the list of things. Um, so I think... 
uh, with that being as important it is, and I believe it's supposed to come out early next year, I think they're going to have to showcase something about it. You know what I mean? It's such a... Yeah. Especially considering, like I said, we didn't get one all last gen. I feel like it's big news, so um, they don't want to just, like, kind of let it go under the radar and release. Um, so I think we'll get news on that, which I'm excited about. Cool. And then um, the one thing I'm totally not excited for, based on the thing I just read, and I, I immediately was like, that doesn't seem right. And I then read another article where someone was pointing to the leak. So there's been multiple leaks about this, and yeah, leaks are like a toss-up whether they're ever reliable or not. Um, you know, there was original one said we were probably getting God of War info. That yeah. kind of also like some of it is like, I mean, I guess it's a leak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like you have to say something about God of War now. Like, we still don't have a date. You know what I mean? Like, you have to say something about it. Um, right, right. And the Gran Turismo, if it's releasing earlier this year, I feel like it's pretty safe guess to be like oh i think they're gonna talk about it um but someone leaked supposedly that they're going to reveal a ps5 pro um Ooh. like the ps4 pro and i was like this Not seems yet. this seems so early yeah and the thing is i mean the when did the ps5 release uh wasn't when, it like november of last year ps5 release date november 2020 yep november 2020 so if they announce it and then take you know uh, a year or two to develop it and it comes out end of 2023, um, that doesn't that, like that kind of lines up a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but still, I was just like one this early, and then two like aren't motherfuckers still having a really hard time getting one? They like... can't. Yeah, it, it, there's there's still like people. I mean, I stopped following a lot of them on Twitter, but I still have, like, one or two I follow on Twitter. And they're dropping, like, they're, they're posting every time they drop still. And yeah. It's like, right. So, I mean, like, how are you going to, like... Right. That and would just you be would... such a, P, like, a bad PR move on that. You know what I mean? Like, Right, right. It's like, all right, guys, we're, we're, we're upgrading. Get your pros here. I'm like, motherfucker, we don't even have the first one. <laughs> or what are you like, talking about? Or, pros? like, I, I've been trying for, like, two, like, a year and a half. To try and get this one, and you just announced a new one. Yeah, I've been exactly. trying for a full year. I finally got it, and then you just announced a new one. Um, yeah. And so, it's like, do you think that there's not going to be chip problems for the pro motherfucker? That's, like, yeah. That's what in in the second article I read was like, there's no way. They're like maybe the first two things, there's no way they're going to announce a pro just because one, like they like they mentioned, like I mentioned, was that like there's it's that would just be bad PR. You know what I mean? Like, like right. you you guys got to do better press to while people are already struggling to get this one to just fucking drop a new one. Um, and then secondly, they're like, it's kind of early. And then thirdly, like the chip shortage. I mean, that, that is going to be a problem for the PS five pro. And then you're going to have a problem where you're, you're going to have twice the problem where you're trying to manufacture two different versions of this. And the chips are short for both. So then you're adding more scarcity. You know what I mean? Cause you're, yep. you're going to take some of the chips that would go into a normal PS five and put them in the pro. So now you shorter inventory on both. Um, so I really hope that that league is false. I feel pretty confident it's false. It seems kind of outlandish, um, to me, but I, you'll hear me next week depressed if they, if they call <laughs> out a fucking PS5 Pro. Oh, also one of the supposed specs of it was like guaranteed 8K gaming. And it was like, 8K gaming is like not even really thing on high end PCs yet. That's like always around and out. So it's like that. Yeah. That's such a jump, and I don't know why you would make that jump yet. Right, um, it's like we don't even have like eight K TVs. Like, and after four K, there's not much of a difference between four and eight K. Like, right, like just right. Like, eventually, you're gonna get eight K stuff just because it's like the natural next step. 
But like, like you said, that that was always my thing. So I took very long to get a 4K TV. Like I just got one recently this year. Um, and my thing was is like one of the things they you know tell you working at Time Warner is that um, basically all of your everything that shows up on cable at least and at the time I had cable like it all only goes up to 1080. Like I understand your TV's capable of 4K and our yeah. box may say that it's displaying it in 4K, but the thing that was filmed was only filmed in 1080. So like yeah. we're just kind of trying to upscale it for you. Like you're not getting true 4K on like anything you're seeing on a cable box. And so it's like that then I was like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to fucking get a 4K TV. Like what the fuck is the point?" Yeah. Um so I got a PS5, finally got a 4K TV. But, like, it, the same thing with 8K, right? Like, what the fuck am I going to go buy 8K TV when, like, nothing is actually in 8K? You know what I mean? Right, right. So, um, you know, uh, so hopefully that's not true. But I'm hoping to get big yeah. news on, on those two games. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited. And I'm sure we'll, you know, we'll talk about it next week. We'll have, like, the biggest, you know, news drops and stuff um, next week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, that's the episode for the week. Um, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Money Bags on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. If you want to catch us directly, you can catch us at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or email us directly differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Um, as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later. See. You.